Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Heroes, this week we're continuing our adventure with event planning in Zero G. Before we get to that, I wanted to remind everyone that I have a new book coming out this month, The Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide. If you're a longtime listener to the One Shot Podcast, you know that I have to come up with settings on the fly pretty frequently. And that's on top of my ongoing world building project in Skyjacks. I wanted to create a resource to help spark people's imaginations and give them tools to build worlds of their own. The Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide is full of prompts, exercises, and mini-games that will help you build richer and more complex worlds for your role-playing games. Whether you're putting together a campaign, you want to spice things up with something you've got ongoing, or you just like making worlds of your own for fun, this guide has something for you. You can pick it up anywhere books are sold, including all major online retailers, major brick-and-mortars, and of course your favorite indie brick-and-mortar bookstores. You can pre-order it now by heading to bit.ly slash ultimateworldbuilding, and look forward to the general release on June 1st. And now, with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. So it's like if the world was a rock tumbler. It's going to knock off your edges, but you're going to come out smooth and shiny. Maybe that could actually work budgetarily to our advantage if we tumble some rocks at the same time. Oh, double bubble. Side business, side Mm -hmm. hustle. Also, if anybody needs any eggs scrambled, let us know. We'll just let them fly about. (laughs) We'll scrape it up. We'll grab a spatula. We'll scrape it up. We'll scrape anything up. If you want anything Mick Concrete... Uh, mm-hmm. Messages, anything yes. that uh, needs mixing. Jeans. Jeans. Get them nicely weathered. Or if you need to mix genetic material in some sort of tumbler scientifically, again, let us know. Modern yeah. art. We're already tumbling. Stick in a canvas, bunch of paint, pop out the other end. There might be a swung bubble on it. That makes it more meaningful. Yeah. It's experiential art. Yeah, something died for that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's your fault. And you point at them in the face. <laughs> I think that is the overall appeal of NFTs, right? Is that yeah. something's going to die for you owning yeah, yeah, that yeah. art, right? And you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you put the JPEG in your hand and you go, this is a molting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shall we launch Malt Bucks Ooh. alongside Malt Coins? The official e-coin of the molting. And I, I think... There, you know, it is going to be a lot to celebrate this event, and you know, we're we're co- like locking in people's attendance through the blockchain. I think that gets us closer to the heat death of the universe. Like just thinking about the power that's going to be needed to sort of maintain those invites is we're going to cut down on a couple hundred million years, just sort of yeah. the theoretical longevity of all life, which makes the event more important well that's exactly it. you need one malt buck to attend you have to attend or you know this this the gantrafax dies mm-hmm. but the only way to earn a malt buck is you, you have to find a planet and throw it into your nearest sun and then somebody in a room somewhere like two plus two equals five great done malt buck you get it yeah yep that's it so the rsvp is committing a planetary sort of murder yeah yes. yeah, yeah yeah and of course okay. you know each delicatessen has to bring to do their own right like you don't you, you know you're, you're plus yeah, 999,999s are not like gimmies we can't make exceptions we're not comping the beings that we're gonna end up eating 
No. 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 no, no because the thing nobody's is, the, eating what, anybody. Are they gonna? Are they gonna need that wealth after they d don't get eaten? I'm sure. No. No. We, exactly. Let's 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 make a good profit on the front end. And then we'd have to deal with a fallout. And, and Gantrafax needs a premium event. This is not, you don't mm. just let in the riffraff. You need to know if the, the, a person who is here, they killed a planet for Gantrafax. Yeah. yeah. you got to bring a glossy JPEG of you doing it. <laughs> These are non-fungible planets. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't exist anymore. Exactly. They can't be funged. No one can find it to funge it. <laughs> if you can find it, you can fund it. But I think you'll be disappointed, my friend. <laughs> oh, welcome to the molting. Come on, get inside. A molting, folks. It's a molting. Okay, okay. I mean, it's really coming together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's really coming together quite nicely. I'm seeing this yeah, now. Uh, yeah, so if, if any of y'all have any more things that you'd like to add to your pitch, we can certainly do that. Otherwise, we can roll some <laughs> dice and see how, how this is going to go. I just, I have to say, I, I really, I just adore games where after about an hour you go, we do have to roll some dice at some point. <laughs> is, um, at certain points. That's completely, I just, I love. I mean, I we can play in this game. party until oh. the heat death of the universe. I just, I, I love goal games that goal. are that open. <laughs> it's just great. I just, oh, it's brilliant. And I also enjoy it in terms of like, you know. <laughs> Are we rolling this dice more for form's sake? Let's not think about it too hard. Let's just enjoy ourselves. <laughs> Needs to have a dice to be a game. Games that kind of load you into a cannon say there are some dice involved and just fire you into storytelling. And it's like, when you hit fine. the die, you know it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I'm, 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 I'm happy. Anybody else got, a, got an addition? In, in this rolling, mm -hmm. uh, I, I would love for you to tell us the ways in which we need to cut back or the things yeah. that we can't afford. Oh, yes, 100%. Um, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what, what shall we roll for first? What category? Let's roll for food, because food is food. really the most important thing here. Yes. I'm not going to say that the guest list isn't important, because, you know, Tim's contribution is really important, but it's really, Thank you. It's really more about the food. Yeah, we, look, I know that. You know that. I'm just happy if I get my big plate full of negative forms. <laughs> it's, fundamentally, it's why I'm wearing a bigger hat. Yeah. It's it's why he's multi award winning and I'm merely award winning adjacent. <laughs> and I've pinned all the medals onto my big chef's hat, and it's quite a wide hat now. Yeah, it's but ben, you don't hat. cook. You don't cook food. You cook success yes. in all its forms. Yeah, you know they say a chef's hat has a fold in it for every award that Ben Meredith is entitled to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Which which for some of the chefs in the 17th and 18th century, I mean, oh, it was real. They just had they just had to staple pieces of paper to their forehead. It was just really oh, It was a bad system until until 1990. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I won my first award for being born. For being born. <laughs> Best at just have being born. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So we're rolling for food. Mm -hmm. uh, Jen, do you have a number that we're supposed I, to hit? I do have a number. Yes. All right, I am going to roll that die. I get a six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. A two. My roller coaster multisensory mouth turns. <laughs> oh, Ben. Ben, you oh. hate to see it, but you love to see it. <sighs> so, Jen, we are, we are three mm -hmm. to four away, mm -hmm. I believe. So, you can do plan c right you can you can we can do food 
that is liquid, it is probably going to be more like a lazy river than a rapid. <sighs> um, I don't think it can be blue. Maybe, maybe if we're oh. lucky, like a like a purple, maybe. I'd have to okay. do. Okay. Unclear. Okay. Maybe just. It's I, not going to blend with the Sylvians quite as well. Uh, all right. Okay. So. All right. So we we get some trays. We get some buckets of mm-hmm. purple goo, and we just I don't know, maybe we just have a slip and slide. Maybe we just have a slip and slide, a slip and slide, and we just put some bear traps down. Yes, yes, you know? neath neath the slippy plastic. Yep. Exactly. And I mean, I guess look, it's not <laughs> it's not exactly. I guess I'll have to compromise on the loop, the loop. I mean, we could just dig, dig a big well, hole. But I mean, we are in a big cylinder, That's right? That's true. True. And the cylinder is kind of rotating. So if we've got all of this liquid gathered in a slip and slide that we've just sort of bolted all the way around the cylinder, mm. okay. and it's turning, you're just sort of constantly sloshing around in that buffet. Okay. And you know what? It actually brings us closer to the rock tumbler metaphor that we were going for <laughs> earlier, in a way. Because you're just sort of rumbling and bumbling in the sort of goo and slosh at the bottom of this rotating cylinder, which I'm assuming, due to budgetary constraints, isn't rotating fast enough for gravity. So again, you're all just sort of like bumbling and rumbling along the bottom. Well, we don't know how affordable those plans are. This does suggest to me that when somebody goes in to have a bit of a bite during this event, that's pretty much you make that decision and that's the rest of your night. Yeah. 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 I don't think you can get out of that. And there really is very... No, after you, please. Oh, thank you, award-winning Meredith. Um, uh, thank you very much, non-award-winning Meredith. Uh, I'll kill you in the night. Um, so, so it's it's going to be again. I'm thinking about sort of double economies. If we put a, a camera filming this sort of like world's wettest, wackiest video style situation of people sort of like standing up and tumbling over. Oh, I did it again. I can't believe this. <laughs> I can't believe this. This, this is, is like the worst this thing's is, ever happened to me. This is like recording with Tim anyway. Any it's just he's just so gesticulatory. <sighs> Christ. <laughs> Tracy, please leave all of this in. We need to hear every moment of this. Anything for the award-winning Meredith. I'm so I just keep on gesticulating and I hit my microphone. It's a shorter call than I'm used to. Please. I recorded 70 episodes of my own show. I can do this. I can. Uh, right. So you train a camera on it and in this sort of uh, <laughs> Shut up, Ben. Shut up. And what you do is you, you, you get video footage of, of, of all the people sort of tumbling and falling over in this sort of wet food goo. And, and then you stream that live for a separate admission fee. You know, mm. watch, watch the maltings, wackiest, wettest spills. Ooh, ooh, okay, yeah, and that you know that goes in with entertainment. That that is just helping me. I don't, don't want to get into your because I, I, you know what, I have edged into your brief. No, this is good. This is good. This is good. This is helpful if it's synergistic. That budget goes farther. You know, I, and I, I always say like food is is entertainment as well as just. You, you know, sustenance, right? I mean, if it's not entertaining, you're not, I've knocked over a bottle, Tim. That's ha, it. Just, ha, You see? You see? <laughs> I gesticulated a bottle away. James, punch your mic stand. <laughs> James, knock over your cat. <laughs> so if food's not entertaining, I mean, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. you keep yourself going, but you might as well be given a sort of grey brick of nutritional dust if your food isn't entertaining. 
Exactly. And exactly. that sounds like our, our plan Z. So yeah, if this correct. didn't yeah, work, yeah, yeah. it would be a great brick. It'd be the, the great-ass brick. Just throw a dusty <laughs> brick at everyone's head, and they've got yeah. to eat it as it flies past. Yeah. It's just the collected ash of those that went before, and it's not appetizing. <laughs> but it's it not, is very it's, nutritional. Oh, it's very nutritious. Like like you'd put ash on soil. Yes. But mm-hmm. you're not a plant. There's no There's no ash of delicatessen in there. Ooh, could be. And you know what? Even though it's dehydrated ash, that richness still gets through. Ooh, ooh. And after you have it, you still feel frisky. Some of the pheromones are in there. Yeah. Now, it's powerful, uh, potent stuff. I know that was our plan Z, but really, I mean, there's a, there's, <laughs> that is thrilling. You get the ash brick thrown at your head. What life form was that? What combination ooh. of life forms was that? What tastes ooh. are you going to get? Not what just hit you, but who just hit who you. Who just hit you. Did they have a family? Are they still looking for them? Here, here's the thing. If we encounter, because we're going to be rolling for the other events, right? Mm-hmm. If we if we encounter an event that maybe really goes off course, we can't do without a particular thing, we could downgrade from purple goo, which is what we're at now, and make it a completely dry experience and just put in the nutritional dust and use whatever's left over. And it creates peril for the Suvians, because if it's a dry environment mm. and they're a liquid yeah. form, oh, they'll get, they'll get absorbed. Pu- that's the danger of osmosis, the mm-hmm. silent killer. <laughs> it just adds another layer. And you know what I like about this plan? It's the number of layers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a delicious flan. Yeah, or a cake. I mean, if you see a one-layered cake, you're like, ugh. If you see ugh. a 3,000-tier cake, you're like, whoa. Hello. That's just, it's the same for plans. It's the same two for plans. Two miles high, two miles yum. That's mm. what I always say. Mm-hmm. Because this, James, it's a molting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what, what shall we roll for next, Jeff? Let's roll for the guest list next. Gotta roll for the guest list. Oh, please. Papa needs a new titanium plate with hooks for the swing things. Okay, okay, ooh, I got a five again. Six. Oh, oh it's not bad. Run away. <laughs> this is plan B, you get, baby. You get, it's not you bad. plan B for your guest list. Okay. Okay. So what are, we, what, are we, what are we losing? What, what, yeah, what part yeah, yeah, of that yeah. is? So I think uh, what we lose for the guest list is we can't get 10,000 delicatessens. <sighs> oh. You know, the family that has 10,000 in it is attending a different event on the other side of the galaxy, of course, ah. uh, because they're so you know welcome at all planned events. You've got a book so you really early, do. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. They're in there in time. You definitely could still get delicatessens. Mm-hmm. I think you you probably maybe get about three hundred. So like, okay, you still get a good amount, but but it's gonna be it's really a question of whether or not you can get the rock bores up on the plants with mm. three hundred delicatessens. That's really more of an appetizer than a main of delicatessens. Yeah. Could could we employ our old friend subterfuge to to mm. help with this? Because Ooh. the rock bores don't need to see ten thousand delicatessens. Correct. They right. just need to think there's ten thousand delicatessens. So if if we if we can get some sort of like on the front. So imagine. So if we imagine this sort of like halfway up ledge plinth of lights that we that we're using sort of to, to, to hold the delicatessens and act as a sort of a target for the boars. If we sort of line the 300, much like the Spartans, lest we forget, line them up on the edge, you know, looking real sort of both sexy and delicious, and then row upon row of cardboard cutout in tiered mm. rows behind mm. them. Because yes. mm. they can smell delicatessen. They can see the movement. 
And I don't think they're going to be looking too closely about what's beyond the delicatessen. They're going to be thinking with, well, let's just say, not their brains. And so it's going to going to, to, to muddle their minds mm. and allow them to convince themselves that there's more. It's like, it's like, it's, it's classic marketing, you know? Look, look how amazing this is. Don't think about it too hard. Too late, you're already here. So... Our plan, just so I can recap a little bit, is Please. to take this species that is 10 by 8 feet with 15 legs to make them think they're in constant danger through psychological mind games, mm -hmm. then make them extremely hungry and also extremely erotically excited on top of a high sort of plinth and just hope that everything works out according to plan beyond that is kind of... We're going to get them in that state at that elevation and nothing let, else let bad. Physics, let yeah, physics, let do physics do it. Okay. We'll, we'll work out the details. You know, we'll work out the details closer to the time. At this point, like, let's, you know, high level broad strokes. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we know the approach and that's the important thing. This is an on-the-day management yes. problem is what just, I'm describing. Yeah, yeah so I was going to say, so I think for budgetary reasons, you absolutely can get 700 cardboard uh, standouts of... I'll make them. I'm willing well, to do it Well, and that's myself. the thing is I think you have to uh, paint them yourself. I'm happy mm -hmm. to do it. I'm happy to do it for the cause. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. And on my titanium plate for everyone else my titanium plate with a with a negative cutout of every specific guest member that they get into it lights up and then prevents the uh death of our teen malta mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that still is that still on the cards I, I think it definitely is still on the cards um although it's a question of when the last time the mechanism was maintained okay uh, could so we could we used okay yeah mm -hmm. could 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 we just say that we're using that mechanism and i'll just stand behind a little curtain and keep an eye on who's there and if i see an open spot i'm not going to start the show well, yeah, but if i think they're all in mm -hmm. i'll flick a switch behind the curtain it's just lighting effects and sound effects at that stage well t tell you what i mean if, if if we do need to strip back a, a little more just buy us a little bit of breathing room i mean you say you've got a switch but i mean you just need a rope and some scissors Oh, I see. So, sort of a hempen rope holding, holding, holding all the mechanisms that allow the molting to go forward back. Yeah. And I've just got a big old pair of sort of like, you know, I'm opening a regional mall sort of a thing. Yeah. Tim, I'm so glad you said hemp because that's exactly what I was thinking to hold up this massive bronze plinth was hemp. It's organic. Yeah. So, and you want to be you, you want to be responsible. I mean, obviously, we've we've generated a lot of malt bucks, and and you really need to offset. You know, this you've got to do a little bit right exactly, here. exactly. Mm -hmm. I could have used I could have used a nylon rope, plastic, dirty pollution. Ooh, no, ugh. hempen, mm -hmm. hempen, natural. Our friend hemp. Our this good friend hemp. <laughs> and you know what? With that phrase, because it's a it's a high impact phrase, and mm -hmm. I love it. But you can tone it differently. So when we're trying to sell it to sort of a more ecologically minded group, hey, guys, this is a malting. Don't worry about it. But if we're sort of going to your more sort of like, you know, your 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 sort of high power business suited crowd, hey, this is a malting. Well, mm -hmm. it, it is worth reminding everyone that rock bears do have no morals. Yes. Like they just Which is don't... why they all work in finance. Yeah, they just don't have mm -hmm. a, a concept of ethics. They're just, you're a rock bear. That's it. That's the, the, the beginning why, and the end. 
I mean, that's why they're on the guest list, right? Who else is going to be willing to destroy a planet just to RSVP to an event? Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Which m- suggests to me that maybe the rock bears aren't even related to the family that it's celebrating. Oh, no, the they just turned yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. No, they're just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just there. You they're know just... what? Maltings are for closers, and these are a bunch of closers. Yeah. And so they're going to be there. All right. I mean, hey, that that suggests to me that's pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. We, we, we got away with that one for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. James, do you want to roll for your... Yeah, for, for, your uh, budget? for entertainment, yes. which is, and just to remind everybody, this is psychological mind games that we've implanted in people prior to the event through a sort of genetically engineered cancer that implants false memories. Also, there are videos of people slipping and sliding around in purple goo or... If we decide some some gray nutrient dust, yeah, and lots of rotating hooks for our swingables to cling to and sort of enjoy a varied experience on. So I have again, this die really is predictable in its results. Roll the five. How did we do? You got your budget, <gasps> friend. <Yeah! laughs> Yes, yes, His yes. beauty and his grace. He's molten king today. All right. So we've actually, we've saved quite a bit on our budget so far. Dialing back, we'll, we'll say it, mostly on Tim's ideas. Dialing back mostly in that area. I'm that flexible. Arena. I'm workable. I'm a consultant you can trust. I was thinking about sort of our situation that we have that's almost an entertainment situation with the delicatessens and enticing the boars so we can help this plinth fall over, even though it's mostly a hemp and rope situation. And that is the delicatessens need to be exposed to the sun. If we could, instead of, you know, using whatever this cylinder normally uses to simulate sunlight, if we could miniaturize an actual sun oh. and just shoot that through the center of the tube. You are talking my language. Yeah. It's like you're living inside my mind rent free. Yes, a miniaturized sun. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question I've come up, with, up against before and with much ridicule from aforementioned scientists. How do you miniaturize a sun? Tim, I'm so glad you asked that question. You just make it smaller. You see, they don't get this. I say that and they say those aren't details. That's not science. It's midnight. Stop calling me. And yet you just seem to get it. And I don't understand why it's so hard. Here's the thing. Scientists are meant to solve problems. And what I'm doing is proposing a solution now the problem can be solved by scientists. And we've exactly. already provided them with the solution, which is just make it smaller. Make it smaller. Exactly. And you know yeah. what? If you make it smaller, you've succeeded. It's a two-step plan. Make it smaller, obtain su- success. And, and also, I mean, we're going to make the job even easier for them because you want it, like, you want it throughout the big tube. So you're not mm-hmm. even necessarily making it that much smaller. You're just making it longer. Mm. You just it need to retain really, the same mass. Just a really long sun. A sun javelin. Yeah, and we can we can leave bits out the each end. It just needs to be as long as the tube. It doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be shorter than. It doesn't need to be exact. You could have loads of sun either end. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, James and Jen, do you have in you know what? I actually don't know if you're in the same country. I know James is in the US. Jen, Jen whereabouts are you? I'm also in the US. I'm in the same state as James, actually. Yeah. Oh, I'm about an hour away from him. I think. Mm-hmm. 
Good, yeah. good. Well, in which case, hopefully we'll, we'll get a sort of like a, a really in-depth view on the, the local state situation as it pertains to childhood confectionaries. Do you have what we in the United Kingdom call a dib-dab? Dib-dab. Um, or, or a sherbet dipper. Or a sherbet dipper, depending on the brand. Okay. Uh, you know, or there's a swizzle potential. stick. Or a swizzle stick. You will have to describe the the food so it comes in two forms mm-hmm. the classic is a a stick of black licorice in a tube of purest white sherbet you lick the stick you dip it in you lick it again for a strange mixture of sherbet and also the strange waxy outer coating that seems to be on this licorice for some reason hmm. alternatively you have the world's thinnest little lollipop which tastes of lollipop and no specific flavor and again you're dipping it into a little sherbet bag. I've actually forgotten. There's a third variation, which I believe is the dib dab. It's two sherbety, two sherbety batons. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yes. or is it one sherbety baton? I think no, it's, it's two one sherbet you've got two pouches and you get one ch- sherbety baton and two kinds of sherbet. But the important sort of through line throughout all of this is you're sort of dipping a sort of a a, 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 a delicious length of some mm-hmm. kind, whatever it may be, into a bag of sherbet. And I envisage this being very much the same. The sun is 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 the delicious length the venue is the bag the guests are the sherbet and as it dips in some people are going to get scissors on the edge and it's going to be taken out and licked by some sort of immortal being and then again that adds and we can count them as a guest yeah Mm. immortal being plus one plus one being the universe in toto i like this i i will say in the united states we do have candy called fun dip which is uh, very direct over there. Very (laughs) direct. Hard. It's a fun dip. It's a a fun dip. This isn't a bad dip. This is a fun dip. Which is is kind of a chalky construction of of a stick. A a sort of a chalky stick. It has to be sweet Mm -hmm. stick. Just really Um, hammered dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like compressed sawdust. And, and, is, and, and the thing that you dip it into is dust. So you yeah. lick that stick, you dip it into the, the dust, and it sticks to the stick. And the fun thing about fun dip is it does change the color of the inside of your mouth. All the oh. best sweets do. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's, like, it's like redecorating your insides. <laughs> Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master, and welcome to the mid-roll. First up, I want to remind everyone that the One Shot Podcast Network is currently kickstarting the second season of Skyjack's Courier's Call, our all-ages spinoff of Campaign Skyjack's. We've already managed to fund the new season and hit some big stretch goals, but we've got more on the way. We're just over $250 away from unlocking more Tales from Thornvale mini-sodes for the new season. And $500 after that, at $17,000, we are going to be doing a big crossover with myself, Drew Merzieski, Aaron Catano Saez, and Jeff Stormer, once again bringing the worlds of Sphere and all my fantasy children together to build out new parts of our setting. If you'd like to help us make the second season of Skyjack's Courier's Call even better, head over to Kickstarter right now and join us as a backer. Just head to bit.ly slash skyjackscc2. That's bit.ly slash skyjacks, the letter C, the letter C, and the number two. Or go to Kickstarter and search for Skyjacks Courier's Call. 
Heroes, we've got lots of cool stuff going on right now, but today, if you are listening on the day that this comes out, One Shot Network member Jeff Stormer, who you might also know as the host of the Party of One podcast, is running a charity stream over on the One Shot Twitch channel. Jeff is going to be doing a live solo-ish version of his game, Anyone Can Wear the Mask. I say solo-ish because Jeff is going to be collaborating with his watchers. Viewers are going to be able to make donations to Trans Lifeline in order to influence the story as Jeff plays it out. It should be a lot of fun, and it goes towards one of our favorite charities here on the One Shot Network. To remind everyone, Trans Lifeline provides a crisis intervention call service that never calls the cops, and micro-grants to support trans people in need. There's a lot of rough stuff going on in the world right now, and services like this are sadly more vital than ever. But today, Monday, May 17th, starting at 12 p.m., you're going to be able to join Jeff Stormer and help create a superhero story that actually makes the world a better place. You'll be able to find that over at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg, starting up at 12 Eastern Time. Coming up on Tuesday, we've got yet another streaming event. Tracy Barnett, the editor of this very podcast, is currently kickstarting their new game, You Are the Dungeon. You Are the Dungeon is a solo journaling game about being a sentient dungeon in a fantasy adventure setting. Tracy is celebrating that Kickstarter with the We Are the Dungeon streaming event. This Tuesday, May 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Tracy is going to be joined by Aaron Catano Saez and Jeff Stormer from All My Fantasy Children to run one last game of We Are the Dungeon, a multiplayer variant of You Are the Dungeon. If you're like me and you listen to AMFC, you know how good those two are at world building and how much fun it's going to be to watch them do this. So don't miss out. And if you did happen to miss any of the We Are The Dungeon streams, don't worry. All you need to do is head over to the One Shot YouTube page where we've exported all of our videos on demand. Finally, before we get back to the show, a huge thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Without you, we wouldn't be able to make fantastic programs like this. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to head over to patreon.com slash oneshotpodcast to sign up and support us financially. In return, you get access to all sorts of really cool bonus content. Thanks to everyone who supports us already, and everyone who's going to support us in the future. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. So yeah, we've decided to either, either, and again, we've, I feel like to science generally as, as just a field, we have been overly generous in our flexibility. They can either miniaturize a sun or lengthen a sun to a sun spear. Two ways to do it. I mean, the, the problem basically solves itself. Yeah. So, you know, they will be, they'll figure it out. And again, once they do that, they've obtained success. So that's good for everyone all around. We have very precise rotating hooks throughout sort of the entire environment for this molting. They are very carefully engineered to not accidentally pop any swingamables hmm. and cause explosive decompression on their bodies and paint our sort of arena with a gory reminder of our own hubris. Instead, I expect everything to work out fine because we had the budget to cover it and more. I, I hate to think what would happen if, if we if we got a plan zero plan deal on that one because <laughs> that right there, that's the heart of this event. Without hmm. that, I mean, even... 
without the without the food as we wanted it, I I, I think we'd have to call it off. I really yeah. do. Yeah. But we, yeah. we have the budget. If everyone's having fun, they just kind of, they kind of forget the other details. They're like, did we eat? Oh, it was great. Yeah, no, that was fine. I had so much fun. I don't know if this I don't know if this is relevant, but it feels relevant. Life finds a way. And we'll leave that for scientists to decide. If they can be bothered. Mm. Come on, science. Pull your finger out. And dip it in a small dusty pouch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, that's why he's award-winning. He's always in there with that button. When the awkward silence falls, Ben, the scorpion, strikes. <laughs> he's the fun scorpion. He's American-branded. <laughs> that's it. Fun dip, hot sauce, entertaining scorpion. It's just, it's the American way. Well, the channel's entertainment tonight. Come on. Like, that's just an instruction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so at this point, I, as the party planner, am going to set the scene, describing how perfect everything, all of your plans have been. Once I set the scene, then each of you are going to walk like a potential guest or whatever. Where you're going to describe their experience as they, as, they, as they walk or flow through mm-hmm. the experience in space and time culminating with the with the molting and then after that you're gonna roll dice to determine how well that actually worked uh keep in mind we do still have the cubist wedding double booked here so yeah um, yes that has somewhat fallen into the background yes it, it has as black holes well, we're not planning their event we're planning mm-hmm. our that's true event. that's true so what we have here is we have the big space station spaceship cylinder hurtling through space rotating but not as fast as maybe we would have liked. The liquid definitely is is flattened by the small amount of gravity, mm, but yes. the but the uh, swingmobiles are they might have a hard time getting used to the new gravity. But our plans for the spinning rotating hooks is precision itself. Mm-hmm. We have the channels in the titanium floor to accept uh, each guest specifically, and then the guests will will find their way to their seat, space, whatever. And rather than having sort of pressure plates or something, we have a hemp rope and large novelty scissor uh, set up. Yeah. We have the faux gold plinth, which is quite tall uh, and filled with a sun spear, because that's what the scientists could do. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm glad glad they managed to sort it out finally. Uh, Finally. They had a week. They did. Come on. And then we have um, 300 delicatessens sort of on, a, on an edge. And then behind them, 700 delicatessen cardboard cutouts, uh, some of which are more hastily painted than others, I suspect. <laughs> as, as it got later and later, <laughs> I really just... It, it was you were quantity of quality. Quite, quite a few of them are just screwed up pieces of paper. <laughs> yeah. Sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, print-sticked yeah. onto the, yeah. the wall. Mm-hmm. We have... I don't remember if we established how many rock bores were attending. Well, you don't really, you don't invite a specific number. Oh, yeah. You just accept that rock bores are going to turn gotcha. up. And then right. some of them will. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a number, you know, of rock bores attending. And I think that their, spa- their, their space that we've reserved for them is probably rather close to that point. Mm-hmm. We have... You know, quite a good number of, of uh, Sylvians who are the blue liquid goo. In the center, we have the, do we say this, the slip and slide sort of track along the, are we doing that? Are we doing buckets? Are we doing ash, <sighs> nutrient bricks? 
It's player's choice because you had room in the budget, Ben, because the uh, the entertainment went so smoothly. Well, tell you what, let's let let's split. I I think ultimately, look, it was a silly idea to mix goo with goo, mm. right? You mm. know, the civians. You've got the it was soup. A I don't know ambitious. what I was thinking. You yeah. end up with civians in the soup. So we can go with the bricks, but because we had a little bit of more room in the budget, um, we just we can just load them into sort of these cannons mounted on the walls. Every time they fire, we'll just target a guest, fire it, and it just blares. This is a molting to warn them. Mm. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So, do we have a single cannon for each delicatessen? Or like a cannon station. Yeah, it's sort of more uh, more artillery stations. Okay, I'd great. say probably about twenty. Yeah, we can. Yeah, a, a battery. We can mount them sort of around a, around the tube mm-hmm. to make sure we've got like some good ranges. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like the, the range finders that I managed to to hire, they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. So mm-hmm. the other question I have for you is: uh, Did you take into account that delicatessens are about oyster size and rock bores are? you know, 10 feet long by eight feet wide. Like, are the nutrient bricks different sizes? Well, no, I just sort of, I mean, it it got a bit tight. I split the difference. The bricks are about the size of bikes. That seems fair. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's happy, which means everybody's Mm -hmm. happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I've always said that. And they are roughly the same size as a cubist so i think there could be some fun confusion mm-hmm. that pops up maybe it's later on true but you, also you start making conversation with what you think is a cubist it turns out it's just a just a block of ash of, of a dead person a brick flying towards you at about 100 to 150 miles per hour you're like, excuse me oh you're coming oh handshake dead you yeah. know <laughs> but on the on the flip side it's quite good because if we do it do see any cubists and of course like we've cordoned off we've We've cordoned off the event with a velvet rope. I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll respect it. You've but if they don't, the velvet rope. There's a lot of serifs on the signs that say, "This is a malting. This is a malting. This is a malting. A private malting. <laughs> private event. Absolutely. But we could use the batteries if we need to in a pinch as defensive platforms. Mm, there we go. These are, you know, good plans to have in place of a malting. It's just, just We're good about policy. contingency. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You'd be surprised how few event planners actually think about defense in their budget. Mm-hmm. That's why we're paid the big malt bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, well, yeah, so at, at the top of the full gold plinth, we have the Gantrafax. You know, mm-hmm. currently in maybe sort of reptile bird form, <laughs> but uh, at the end, will either be uh, smushed by a plinth or a mm-hmm. uh, blue liquid goo uh, who spills over a beautiful fountain with some very pretty lights. So I think that's that's our plan that we've settled on, that we've budgeted for, that we've planned and prepped for. So at this point, each of you is going to roll a die just to tell how your plan actually went. And this one's going to be easy. I don't pick numbers for this. So you want to roll high. Six is perfect. You did everything according to plan. No mm-hmm. cubists came in and, you know, made problems. So roll those dice. Oh. Oh. James, would you like to reveal first? You're, you had the most pained expression. Yes, uh, I did. I rolled a four. So six is perfect. One is a disaster. We're closer to perfection than we are a disaster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think about an event like this, you think about 
all the moving parts that it has and you know where your your points of failure actually are and this i guess is specifically must be sort of about the entertainment and here's the thing uh, the swingamables you know they were not quite used to the gravity did those hooks move with precision Yes. No doubt. No question. There was never a hook on hook collision. Was there a swingable on swingable collision? Yeah, there oh, was. There's an extra length there that was it accounted for in the mathematics? It sounds mm. like no. Well, I mean, yeah, the math was, was perfect, one... but the swingables, that's what's wrong. S- sometimes. And it's an unfortunate thing due to body image issues or, or general confidence and what society is telling them, a swingable might lie about their length. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's unfortunate. They've got inflated expectations on, on, on the length they should be. Mm-hmm. It's only natural. Yeah, uh, a swingable, like their beauty standards, they want to be compact and some of them just aren't compact. So we asked for bioscan data and it was a bit fudged. They came back a bit fudged. Rounding errors. What happened is cataclysmic downcycle hook mishaps, we'll say. Mm. Two swingables collide. There's an explosion. That sends their hooks off course. That maybe possibly causes other swingables to get hit by other swingables. There are more explosions. The hooks are sort of raining down uh, a fine mist of bloody gore over the event. And this is a four out of six. This is a four, four out sure, of six. Sure, sure. Here's why. Not very popular wing of the family is the swingable. Mm. Most people, like here, the 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 rock boars, they've got vestigial eyes, don't they? So they aren't even seeing that this is happening. All they're doing is smelling blood in the air, which they like. Oh, they, they appreciate. No moral compunctions. Just it, no, they love it. It flavors the nutrient dust. So it's, it's like it's like you're at a, a Heston Blumenthal-esque restaurant experience and they're just sort of puffing just just dusty blood into the air to really mm-hmm. sort of moisten your palate. Quick follow-up question. Yeah, really hope he's, you he's know traveled across Heston the pond. Heston Blumenthal eh? is very famous <laughs> over here for being a weird chef who like does says eat this crystal it's made out of chocolate. So no, we we do have where Jen and I are at. We've got Alinea, which is a a restaurant famous for turning food into not food objects that are still somehow food. Uh, sure. That's molecular same. gastronomy. Yeah, he's a molecular gastronomist. He that is. is exactly the term. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sort of like a friendly egg that, that makes your mouth go crazy. That's yeah. how yes. Yeah. And if you saw a picture of him, you'd agree. <laughs> Good. So, yeah. So, you know, it's not a disaster. It, it worked out. Did it raise the body count of this event? Sure. But it's going to It's a molting, yeah. you know. It's, this is a molting. It is guys. molting. And I have a, a question as well. The the psychological immersive extreme larp. I assume that went off without without a hitch basically. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was perfect. Everyone's like what we call it is a paranoia tumor. Everyone's paranoia <laughs> tumor came got activated at the same time, uh, matured at the same point. So they, as soon as they had settled into their spots for, you know, the the attendance 
what, what, what did we call it? A, a sheet, a, a placard, what, what, the floor, that flooring. When the they guest go in, sheaths. The, the guest, guest sheaths. sheaths. Yes, yes. Everybody's slotting into their assigned sheath. They, they slot into the sheath. The, the, the paranoia tumor gets activated. Suddenly, they're surrounded by light. They don't know who they are or where they are. They do know they're in danger. And there's signage that clearly states, this is a molting. And that's this is this is an upsetting font, mm-hmm. and, a, and a really confrontational font. And a fine mist of swingable yeah. is raining down of upon course. them. Mm-hmm. This is a molting. Mm-hmm. You win or you die. It's like yeah. that kind black of black yeah. metal font. It says it. It looks like it might actually be a hedge. You have to really squint to work it out. But this is a molting. If it was said out loud, it would be like, "This is a molting." It would <laughs> yeah. be that sort of yeah. sort of. Well, feel. that is actually that is the voice we got for the cannons. <laughs> yeah i mean it just it really matches the the tenor of of having a brick that's the size of a bicycle shot at you at 100 to 150 miles per hour yeah so you know during the event i would say it's harrowing Mm. terrifying Mm-hmm. nightmarish is mm. it could, could be described but afterwards especially for the civians they're gonna walk away going well that was a lot of fun yeah i yeah. i really thought i was in danger because i was <laughs> sure but some of that danger was artifice and you can't and you can't split one from the other yeah so try so just try and sue us <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. The obviously the rock balls didn't di- just didn't care. Just absolutely just they're blasted past They're it. capitalists. I mean, the the swing of the balls that would have complained were the ones that exploded. So that's a yeah. real. A real Try and good... make a class action lawsuit if you're a collection of dust. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the delicatessens don't communicate on a plane that we can understand. So the I judge mean, who would knows, eat but... them anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, you can bring the case, but that's going to end with just a, just a very well-fed judge. You're going to get shocked. And a randy judge too. <laughs> people people look away from that. People look away from the randiness of the of the legal system, but I won't. I'll stare it in the face, shake its hand, maybe show an ankle. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm down to clown in the name of justice. Mm-hmm. Who's blind but still a little bit on board for it. Still on board. They can smell the pheromones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a molting. <laughs> and a good snuffle never hurt anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the synergy. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, ben, do you, do you want to go next? Well, I mean, nothing to report. I rolled a six. Oh! oh! Perfection. I really, I think... I really think I know it was last minute, but I think I think the day before pivot to dust bricks was the right idea. Mm. With all the extra swinging, with the extra spinning, you know, and I I I, I shelled out for those rangefinders, and by goodness, those rangefinders were good. Mm-hmm. They called it each. You know, we've got dust bricks shattering off of rock bears, sprinkling onto delicatessens who were absorbing the delicious dusty nutrients, which was which was so very fine. It did not mm. it did not upset their sensitive uh, would sensations. It, would it thicken them like they're a roux, like you're mixing Ooh. flour into oh. into milk and it's sort of thickening to make a good base for perhaps a Yorkshire pudding or a mm, light yeah. cake. Mm, mm. Yes, no, I mean, we ended up with, <laughs> yeah, the delicatessens did, they, they did mix a bit. Mm. But mm. I'm given to believe 
that is how they mate. So I think it worked out. I think they left yeah, happy. Everyone, everyone flowed away happy. I mean, yes, 300 delicatessens rolled in. About 50 much larger blobs rolled out. But they were chirping, and I think yeah. the chirps. I think the chirps are good. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I think I've never heard good. a negative chirp. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. I've spoken to a lot of birds, and I've never heard a negative chirp. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there, there was, there was a point. No, I'm not going to say that because that I was, I was going to say something which would veer into party planning, and I'll, I'll stay in my lane mm. for that one. Ben, we respect you for yeah. sticking to the brief so rigidly throughout this entire process, like we all have. We wouldn't want it to get silly. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> so, for once, I've maintained parity with my clearly more talented and more award-winning brother, and I have also rolled a six. Wow! Well, <laughs> This makes me so happy. I'd have almost preferred it to go wrong because I love creation. But no, mm-hmm. I've, we've got a, we got a, an honest to God six. You said that you would have preferred for it to go wrong. What I didn't tell you is that if any Please of the day. players roll the same, a complication is oh, introduced. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 Yes, please. So, so please talk about how your plans went to perfection, and then I will introduce a conflict for you. Okay. So, everybody bought that this was a fully functioning mechanism floor sheath guest list. Everyone mm-hmm. was so impressed. How does this work? How could they identify me? Where did they get my negative sheath imprint from? Was that them in the house when I came home and found that things had been moved around? The answer to those questions is ask a lawyer. But what happened for, on the night is they enjoyed it. I was behind my curtain. I cut the rope. It all it all went up went off without a hitch. Everybody found their place. Everybody was in their place. Everybody was placed. I actually I kind of wanted to enhance the experience because things were going so smoothly. And I didn't want to affect the psychological torture element mm-hmm. that would had really been going well. So the velveteen rope we put up to keep the guests in and the violent black hole tank truck cubists out. I actually just took the signs down maybe opened up a little bit of the velveteen rope just you know not i'm not inviting them in i just feel that maybe we should let we should let lady chance twin- twinkle her fingers over the over the events a bit of a roll of the cubists if you will a roll of the cube <laughs> james you love a rolling cube mm, i do you made a career off of it who hasn't who hasn't <laughs> the way you the way you paused there i thought you were like i can't believe you said that a, a cube a cube took my legs I, I, was very, I was very worried for a second i'm more than the cubes tim they don't define me i have been called bone filled meat dice oh i'm oh, so God. sorry i'm so sorry i've always thought of you more of a rhombus if that helps Okay. The, the the cube's longer friend. <laughs> yeah, I think I think your invitation to Lady Chance is is an offer that I'm going to take. Excellent. And so the the cubists, you know, the hunt is going to take them where it's going to take them, right? There's really no controlling it. And I mean, they had thousands of miles in this entire space station starship, but the place that they really needed to be was at the faux gold plinth. It's always the way. It's always the way. You put in a plinth, 
of that size, that attractiveness, you fill it with a sun spear, and mm. beings are just gonna gravitate towards it. It's hard to it's miss. True. It's hard to miss. It could be the gravity exerted by the sun spear. Now that That's I think a of very it, good it's point. those pesky scientists. They didn't do their it's job properly. Where's the anti-gravity spray? Ugh. Scientists. You know, it's it's not on the requisition order, but you need to think of these things if you're going to be a good scientist. It's the value add that a professional team like us brings to the kind of thing. Unlike those workaday scientists, they just they do the they do the brief, nothing more. <laughs> Laziness, if you ask me. Yeah, and we did. <laughs> <laughs> He did. Tim asked me, and I was like, I "Yes, lazy." Ben, what do you, do you think they're lazy? <laughs> yes. Scientists. Well, I did ask you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to be a dick there. It just sort of happened. <laughs> <laughs> so often the case. <laughs> Midway through a sentence, you realise, "Oh, I'm a dick." Yep. Okay. Cool. Ooh. Chalk it up oh. to dick experience. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. there's there's no there's no reasonable way to so i i just plow on as if we didn't speak that's how people usually deal with this (laughs) so i think uh you know the the cubists you end up getting the the bride and groom cubists i think (gasps) end up finding each other underneath the faux gold plinth beautiful just as it looks like maybe it's wobbling is the Gantrafax oh. molting? We don't oh. know if it's far enough. Oh my gosh. I don't know. The Gantrafax turns into liquid goo. The plinth falls onto the cubists, consummating their yes. marriage, right? We know that's how Excellent. that works. They love it. Yeah, and, this... and that's our and that's our molting. This event is so like everyone just consummates. You've got the delicatessens, you've got Gantrafax, you've got the cubists. Oh, it's just it's 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 a, an erotic beauty. Mm-hmm. Can I can I just say everyone honestly that was a molting yeah <laughs> that was that a was molting. a molting mm-hmm. and the snuffles they didn't hurt anyone they didn't hurt anyone of all the things of all the things that hurt people the snuffles, <laughs> snuffles were basically the the least dangerous thing in that whole event those pillows that we sewed remain true and you you look back as an adolescent uh, you look back on on your life and sort of the most important moments during your adolescent. You you want to have those moments kind of be a little bit eclipsed or overshadowed by someone else's big important special moment. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Every wedding is better with another wedding accidentally happening within it. Yep. Folded into it. That's why if you need to propose to someone. Do it during somebody else's wedding reception. That's the best time. Ideally, a head of state or a celebrity will walk through the back of the shot when they're taking the picture. It's anything like that. Yeah. Or if if, if you're putting together an improvised production and you're giving out awards for it, maybe Mm -hmm. uh, award the one person whose lines aren't improvised. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give them. Don't give them best actor in an audio production award for which they would absolutely be worthy mm-hmm. give them an improv one yeah for their lines yes. that have been written yes absolutely imogen if you listen to this i love you but we all know that this is a travesty <laughs> and the war is mine and 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 we've got a few records left before the end of the series and i will be taking out my frustration on you in the form of unreasonable lines that i will be unhappy with every take is that unfair yes end of sentence <laughs> there we go she won't listen. 
<laughs> she doesn't care for me. <laughs> that technically is our is our uh, party, but I will say my awful editor of, of this game, who will remain unnamed, uh, I would never mm-hmm. name that, that person. Steve. <laughs> so I just thought I'd name Thank him. you. Yes. <laughs> you did the thing I couldn't do. I really appreciate that. That's okay. <laughs> and without being asked. The best way an internet man does things. <laughs> without being asked. So what I would like to give uh, each of you the opportunity to do is sort of an exit interview from the perspective mm. of a guest. Because I really would like to hear from a guest perspective how they experienced your masterpiece of a party. Mm-hmm. Do we want to take a, a species each? or? Oh yeah, yeah, I like that. So obviously, you know, as, as, as they roll out of the molting, and that was a molting, is shouted straight into where we think their faces might be. One of the des- delicatessens turns, I think, and, and just goes, And I think, I think that was good. I think it was good. I don't know. They were very big. I think it was good. Okay. It's chirping. Yeah, it's chirping. And I think a wise man once said, I've never heard a negative chirp. Never, never I don't know if it was maybe Aristotle or Jesus. Somebody should give that man an award. I would like what I mean they would okay so the next <laughs> so the the swingamables really really the collateral of the event and I think we need to accept that because yeah. what when I was just I just popped up to one with a with a microphone just just after the event just to say you know how they they felt how they felt it went and the response I got was largely along the lines of oh, the hooks oh, the hooks oh, oh, it's the hooks oh god please, the hooks Steve! Ah! Ah! And I... Uh, it wasn't a chirp, and I think it was negative. Ah. We'll chalk... Yeah, on, on the big WL, we'll, ch- we'll, we'll chalk that up as half an L. Which I think brings us to the rock boars. You know, huge creatures, massive creatures. I'm all set up with my microphone waiting for them to, to leave the event. But the thing is, they're still in there. They're still enjoying the event. Yes. Does does the cylinder need to be cleared out for the next event? Sure. Absolutely. But they're still they're still having their good time, you know? They're they're capitalists. They've paid for what they've paid for. They're going to reap the benefits of all that. They did commit a planetary genocide to have the honor of showing up for this event. They've settled into their sheaths, and let's just say the excitement of the delicatessens is palpable. That that has created a a palpable sort of mood and energy. And it might just be that the rock boars, when they do finally leave, they're going to be leaving uh, with maybe more rock boars. Like, at the end of the day, between the delicatessens, between the rock boars, this event created more creatures than it destroyed, which... Yes, that's Which, given how you the want death to look toll at. is impressive. <laughs> you got to you got to really horn down hard to really make up for the dearth in life that we've created, mm-hmm. and that is on the business card. <laughs> You've got to horn down hard is on the business card of every rock boar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because they've got horns. <laughs> <laughs> we understand. Well, that ah. was molting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, I do enjoy was. the number of times, Jen, you've looked directly into the camera, <laughs> pursed your lips and just sort of nodded and gone, okay. <laughs> so, 
which again, the only appropriate response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good, Jen. I, I want to thank you so much for making this game. This yes, was thank a delight you. to play you. with you. What a what a fun blooming game. That was great. Yeah, I, I again, I could not believe how well the game aligns with basically the things the Merediths have decided to do for it, themselves. It felt like it was made for us. So <laughs> thank you. I mean, seeing as how I met you today, it wasn't unless maybe there was time travel involved, but oh. unclear. Could be. Could be. But either way, thank you so much. <laughs> All right. This episode of One Shot used music from the following artists. Space Cadet by Hale. Alan Chickering by Isaac Joel. COC by Azteca X. Optogramma by Cast of Characters. Water by Alter Ego. Filthy by Brian Lowry and Yacht Party by Pala. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find them online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more event planning in Zero G. In the meantime, be sure to check out some of the other amazing gaming shows here on the OneShot Network. Like A Horror Borealis. A Horror Borealis is an actual play Monster of the Week podcast set in the 1990s in the fictional town of Revenant, Alaska, just south of the nation's least visited national park and way north of everything else. A reclusive small game hunter with a magical secret, a young anarchist librarian with a passion for conspiracy theory, and a sensible park ranger with a strong local book club following find themselves pulled together by common threads woven mysteriously into their past when monsters begin plaguing their tiny community. But they soon discover the things they're fighting run much deeper and much closer to home. Tune in for a story about identity, empathy, community, mental illness, and healing. And stay for the beloved local diner. You can find A Horror Borealis on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And this week, I'm advising everyone to call their representatives and voice their support for Palestine. For decades, the U.S. government has offered unflinching support of Israel, despite the Israeli government operating as an apartheid state. Palestinians are cut off from necessary utilities like water and electricity and access to medical care, while the Israeli government bombs civilian targets in the name of anti-terrorism. I know many people see this as a complicated issue. But even if you have close cultural ties to that region, it's not complicated to see that what's happening now is not acceptable. And that U.S. tax dollars should not be supporting an apartheid state and an ethnic cleansing. Now, because the U.S. has a long history of unflinching support for Israel, most U.S. representatives have not even considered voicing opposition to violence against Palestinians, even as it comes in the form of war crimes that violate the Geneva Conventions. Thankfully, there is something you can do to help, and that's calling your representatives. Calling is a direct way to let your representatives know that this issue is important to you. And more than that, that you won't accept them ignoring this issue. Calling is quick, and it can make a huge difference. Thanks, heroes.
As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Attack!